Welcome to... Hey, Great Shot. This is the Great Shot Podcast, a Cracked Rackets and Tennis Channel Podcast Network production. My name is Alex Gruskin. Folks, if we have learned anything through these first two and a half weeks of the GSP Ace of the Day segment, it's that when you come across a victory, you should absolutely celebrate it. And we had ourselves a victory yesterday. I suggested you parlay Petra Martic against Ali Van Utvenik and Annette Conteve against Patricia Teague. Both of those people parlayed to win their matches. You'd get minus 184 odds. From our friends at DraftKings, a $60 wager would yield you $32.61 in return. And folks, we had ourselves a winner. So Westoff, if you could, give me some celebratory sound effect here at the top. It was great, and I know Tuesday's not the start of the day, right? But when it's a professional tournament, when you're getting in the rhythm of what that schedule looks like, it's really important to build confidence early in the week, certainly as it gets later on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You're starting to look at quarterfinal, semifinal, final matches, and the margins between those players at that point so thin, so you need to have some conviction in your decisions, right? You need to be confident that the players you are selecting to win are going to have a shot to actually do that, and if you're losing all of the early bets early in the week when it's seemingly more clear who should be victorious, you're never going to have that sort of confidence, and so for us to get the victory, it's worth the celebration, and of course, more importantly, you know, the fact that the WTA event is in Palermo this week, the focus of our GSP Ace of the Day segments uh, is the kickoff return event for the uh, return of sanctioned ATP WTA ITF play. It's only one event this week in Palermo. Of course, next week we've got the fantastic event at the Top Seed Tennis Club in Nicholasville, Kentucky as well. But we're just really trying to get warm up, up for that three-week bubble in New York, Western and Southern U.S. Open back-to-back. There's going to be so much action for all of us to get in on. And of course, we want to work out all of the kinks, right? Figure out what works, what doesn't, so that we can build our best habits, take maximum advantage again of all of the action. Of course, for all of you listeners out there who aren't already getting in on the play, you can do so by turning to our friends at DraftKings.com. And in case you don't already have an account set up, and at this point, come on, we're three weeks in. We're starting to find some winners. We're trending upwards. You want to get in on the action. What's the point of being the most most well-informed, best-educated tennis fans in the business that we know we have here at Cracked Rackets if you're not going to take advantage of that fact. So here's how you can do so by turning to our friends at DraftKings. One, you're going to create your DraftKings Sportsbook account and make a deposit. From there, DraftKings will match your first deposit at 20% up to $500. Now you've got it all set up. You've got this cash sitting there. You've got this smorgasbord, smorgasbord, excuse me, of options presented to you. What are you going to do next? You're going to make your first bet. And to congratulate you on that first bet, DraftKings will also match that with a risk-free first bet up to $500. Just go to dkng.co slash great shot to play. Again, that's dkng.co slash great shot. Deposit bonus is in DK dollars, which have no cash value and must be used on DraftKings. Offers not valid for users physically located in New Hampshire. 
eligibility restrictions apply, you must be 21 years and older and in a participating state to take advantage of this offer. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for more details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. And again, to get in on all of the action, just go to dkng.co slash great shot to start playing. And again, we are getting more and more excited to do these daily segments as we see the further return of professional tennis. And if you want to hear all the goings on in the tennis world, you want to hear what events we should be able to expect as tennis fans. Obviously, news coming out that the Masters and Premier Mandatory event in Madrid canceled for the 2020 season. Uh, Of course, that leaves a weak void in the calendar and the WTA ATP have already come out and announced that they are going to try the vil, uh, the void fill the voids left by events like Madrid, like the fact that China will not be hosting any international sporting events for the remainder of 2020. Those sorts of things. If you want to hear more about those topics, of course, I implore you, go check out our mini break podcast where we cover the biggest storylines, results, and controversies from day in, day out across the tennis world. Uh, but for today, here on the GSP Ace of the Day, we want to focus on the day's action, help you take advantage of of the fact that, again, there is play going on, there are trends emerging, things, details that we have begun to notice, and I think we can take advantage of that fact. And again, just a quick recap of the rules here on our Ace of the Day, and you know, once we hit the one-month point of doing this segment, I will stop repeating the rules, but we can bet up to $100 a day, don't have to spend all of your money each day. You can also choose to abstain if you don't like the matches available to you thus far. We have bet probably over 350 in total wagers. I'm currently down 9089, which again, we were over the $100 threshold for the first time after Monday in losses. Happy to be back under that threshold. And what I'm starting to learn is sometimes I just go for these big swings, right? These big swings and misses. I saw this plus 900 parlay on Monday uh, and I was a six, seven person parlay. And I was like, oh, I, you know, for sure I can see each six of these matches hitting. And, you know, five of the six did end up going the way I predicted. That last match, and I'm not holding a grudge against her, Maria Sicari's match ends up going on at like 12.30, 1 a.m., and I'm not saying that's the reason she lost, but certainly that played a factor. Certainly you saw the way she was serving, and it's just not the sort of service performance you expect from Maria Sicari, and you know that can throw a wrench into any of your details. So I'm going to keep things, I believe, on the safe side. Yes, it's still going to be a parlay, and anytime you're doing a parlay that's in inherently unsafe because you're not only now gambling on one results, but you need two things to both go the way you're predicting. And if even one of them doesn't go that way, uh, then in that case, you know, obviously you are in trouble. But I have another comfortable parlay, I think, today that's going to build our margins. And then, of course, I have a risk of the day for those of you out there who, like myself, uh, like to get a little bit frisky, right? we got to have a little bit of fun. It's that Wednesday midpoint of the week. Got to spice things up. Got to take a risk, take a chance, make a change, and break away. As you all know, the song lyrics beautifully yourself. But let's get to our ace of the day. And again, my ace of the day is a parlay, hey, great shot, of two favorites, uh, two returning members of our ace of the day segment here this week. One who did us well, the other who screwed us over. And I say that lovingly, by the way, the fact that she screwed us over. We learned from that experience, and we're going to benefit it from today moving forward. It is a $50 
parlay. Let's start with part one of that parlay. Donna Vekic minus 400 over uh, Coach Chiaretto. And you talk about Donna Vekic, obviously one of the, uh, you know, you, you forget about Donna Vekic, and I posed this question on Twitter yesterday, because Donna Vekic is not, you know, that next generation player. She's not 18 to 22, 23, uh, but she still is extraordinarily young. She is still someone who, in my opinion, we have yet to see her best tennis from. We have yet to see her hit, uh, you know, her prime either physically nor, you know, with in terms of her mental ability, just her experience level being on the tour for as long as she will have been after a couple of years. And I think certainly that's going to play a role in the Donna Vekic, you know, in her improvements. And right now, Donna Vekic, 24 in the world, career high was number 19, which she reached at the end of last year. She's also 24 years old. And you talk about what she's accomplished on her career again. You know, a 55% win percentage on clay isn't spectacular, but she's above 50% on the three main surfaces, grass, clay, and hard court. And I suppose there's really not a fourth main surface, but, you know, being trapped in this quarantine as I have for the past five months, as we all have, a sneaky amount of carpet tennis has snuck into my YouTube watching uh, habits. And so, anyways, that is to say, in my mind, there is a fourth surface, although I suppose in reality now, that's not actually the case. And by the way, the fact that we are ever playing on carpet, that's a podcast conversation for its own time. Who thought that was a good idea? Who received the worst rug burn in history? Imagine just the amount of friction you're creating, the amount of shocks you're getting when you're sitting on the chair or touching your water bottle or all of that thing. Again, carpet, not for me. That's a story for another time. Donna Vekic, I am a fan of. And you look for Donna Vekic, you look at what she's done of late. And in particular, you know, she looked so good in her first round match, her first round win earlier in this tournament. I believe she won, what, one and two in her first match over Ruth? Yeah, one and two. And I mean, she was just striking the ball so well. And, you know, it was the first return match uh, of any tour level event. So we were all tuned in. But she did look extraordinary. It's clear she's been putting in the work. Work, you know, for Donna Vekic. And again, at 24 years old, sure, you get caught up in the Andrescu's, the Osaka's, the Coco Goff's, and Kennan's of the world. Uh, but Donna Vekic has a lot of good tennis remaining in her. Certainly going to be someone who I think plays well into her 30s and is a top 50 presence. She does a lot of things well, hits an explosive ball as well. And when she's striking the ball well, I mean, the results speak for themselves. Quarter finalist yet last year at the U.S. Open, fourth round at the French, third round at this year's Australian Open. She's played really well of late. And, you know, you talk about that Australian Open loss she took to Iga Sviatik. You know, she probably wants that one back. But her losses on the year, two to Sviatik, who has been incredible, one to Ekaterina Alexandrova, who I've talked about enough, one to Diana Yastremska. Again, in context, good loss. You know, the loss to Putin Seva in Brisbane, I'm sure she wants back. But you look at her clay results last year, and they were pretty solid as well well. She made a third round in Madrid. She made a fourth round, as I mentioned, at the French Open. Uh, she did well in the clay in the warm-ups uh, before that event. You know, quarterfinals in Stuttgart, I mentioned. Third round in Madrid. Uh, you know, a pretty solid clay season that was cut a little bit short by injury, but she's certainly so she's certainly nice. Hey, great shot. She has certainly shown a proficiency, and she's a minus 400 favorite over Cochiaretto. And if you haven't heard of Elisabetta Cochiaretto, uh, that makes sense because you'd have to 
have followed the junior tennis pretty closely, and I'm not going to expect that out of all of you listeners. But she was one of the top juniors in the world, reached as high as number 12. I believe she was a semifinalist in the Australian Open Girls Singles Championships back in 2018. This year, she qualified for the first time in her career for a women's uh, you know, WTA uh, professional Grand Slam singles event. She qualified at the Australian Open. Uh, she ended up getting a couple of good wins along the way as well. She knocked off, I believe, uh, Francesca Di Lorenzo, you know, Bibiana Schuf's, uh two really good wins. Uh, you talk about how she ended her season last year, though, back-to-back titles on the clay. And yes, it was a 60K event, but, uh, you know, for her to win back-to-back titles, I believe at the 60K, she beat uh, the first one, which she won uh, in Paraguay. She beat Sarah Rani in three sets in the finals, won four uh, three-set matches in five total matches. So it was really good on the surface. And you look at, again, what she's accomplished in her pro uh, tour career thus far. Hasn't yet to make it at a final greater than a 60K level, but all six of her finals have come on clay. It's clearly the surface she excels at the most at this point in her career. And, you know, you look at her total wins in her career at this point. Uh, She's got 60 total. 53 of them have come on clay, the 19-year-old from Italy. Uh, It's clearly her go-to surface. And if you want to hedge, she's plus 300. You want to throw five on this because you know I'm, you know, proud. It's possible I screw you up. That's your prerogative. I'm not going to stop you. Cochioretto, a 6-3 impressive win over Herzog in her first-round match. And she's a 19-year-old, so certainly she's an ascending talent. But I'm going to ride with Donna Vekic, who, again, minus 400. I know that was a long explanation, so I'll make this next one short. Christina Pliskova looked outstanding in her win. Outstanding might be a little bit strong, but she looked really, really good in her win over Maria Sakari in the first round. And for Pliskova, who is now taking on Sarah Arani today. She's a minus 250 favorite. I just don't know how Arani's going to hurt her. And of course, Sarah Arani, a former French Open women's singles finalist, a a Grand Slam doubles champion at all four majors. Uh, So, you know, she's got that sort of pedigree, 33 years old at this point in her career. Uh, You look at what she's done and, you know, again, it's just, it really hasn't been, it's not the Sarah Arani of old. And you never want to throw out someone, 33 years old is the modern day 28. You know, She's still got plenty of good tennis ahead of her. And in fact, you look at where she's at, you know, 169 in the rankings. Uh, Clay has always been her preferred surface, but you look at what she's done over the past year on the surface, and it really hasn't been that great. You go back to 2019, and, you know, a second-round loss at a 60K on the clay. That's not great. Now, she lost in the final of a 60K on clay. That was to Cochioretto, who we just spoke about. But, you know, 25K event on clay, first-round loss. 25K event on clay, first-round loss. 60K event on clay, second-round loss. She's just, to expect Sarah Arani to perform at the level she once did is just not feasible. And we all saw her serving struggles in Irani's first round match that she played against Kirstea. She was lucky to get out of that one with a three-set win. So Christina Pliskova, I feel confident in minus 250 odds. You parlay that minus 250 with the minus 400 of Donna Vekic over Cochioretto. It ends up at minus 134 odds. So that's better than the parlay we did yesterday. $50 bet yields 37.50 in return. Again, if you want to hedge a little $5 weight, 
wager on Cochioretto. I think that's the more likely of these two matches to screw up or to screw up this parlay, excuse me. But I'm feeling confident, so I'm going to go $50 wager. That is my ace of the day. Lock it in. $50 parlay on Vekic and Pliskova. Uh, minus 134 odds. 37.50 would be what we yield in return now. Quickly to add on top of that, because of course I got to leave you with a risk of the day. As fun as that is to look at the action to try and you know be logical, we got to have a little bit of fun. It wouldn't be me if we weren't doing something a little bit stupid, right? A little bit reckless. So let's do our risk of the day. You know, if we're picking Vekic and Pliskova anyways, and I'm doing a little bit of forward thinking research into what tomorrow's wagers are going to look like, really like their form. Loved the way. Annette Conteve has looked not just early portions of this year, making the quarterfinals of the Australian Open, but the way she looked in her first round yesterday. Struggled to get her footing through the first six games of the match. Had a couple of breakpoint opportunities, but then kind of really just hit cruise control and looked really comfortable in a straight set win. Also love the way Petra Martic looked, and you look for it tomorrow. Conteve minus 195 over Sigamund. Uh, Petra Martic minus 250 over Sam Sinova. I might, uh, you know, reserve the right to reevaluate this tomorrow, but a risk of the day, plus 272 odds, a $10 wager uh, yields you 27.24 if you add Conteve and Petra Martic to Vekic and Pliskova on your parlay. So again, if we're already parlaying the first, why not just go all in on the risk? That's literally the ultimate fallacy. Uh, that is not how you smartly wager money, but it's something I'm feeling confident in. It's a risk of the day. If the first parlay hits, we'll re-examine it again tomorrow, but I just wanted to float it out there. Vekic Pliskova, Conteve, Martic. You parlay the four of them, plus 272 odds. $10 wager yields you $27.24 in return. It's interesting, right? It's tempting. It's very, very tempting. Martic is the one seed, right? Conteve is the three seed. They belong in the quarterfinals. It'd be weirder if they're not there. Or so we thought about Maria Sakari until... Carolina Pliskova, or Christina Pliskova, excuse me, decided to say something else about it. But anyways, we have learned our lesson. That is the risk for you. Let's stick with the ace of the day. Donna Vekic over Cochiretto. Christina Pliskova over Irani. Minus 134 odds when you parlay them together to win a $50 wager, which is what we are going with, yields you $37.50 in return. Shout out, as always, to super producer Daniel Westoff for the f*** of an ending job he has to do day in day out and remember if you want to get in on the action yourself just go to dkng.co slash great shot that's dkng.co slash great shot and again a huge shout out to our friends at DraftKings, who we look forward to uh you know working with and of course continuing to uh, have fun on these ace of the day segments as we get more and more professional tennis sanctioned tour ATP WTA events back in our lives. But with that being said, for our wonderful friends at DraftKings, our super producer, Daniel Westoff, and all of us here at both Crack Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You know what we say, folks. Hey, great shot, and we hope the odds are ever in your favor. Take care, folks, and we will see you all tomorrow. 